0: You're listening to the Centre Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message, recorded live from our Brighton campus. It's lovely to be with you again. It's been my privilege to be around the last 12 months or so, just coming on on a Sunday evening. And uh, actually, officially, this is my last Sunday. (laughs) But uh, I will keep in touch, I'm sure. It's a passage in the Bible that I, I just haven't been able to get away from. And it's found in John 15. If you've got a Bible in front of you, it might be useful to look at it. Uh, It's those opening verses of John 15. Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me And my words remain in you. Ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit. Isn't that wonderful? That's what God wants for each one of us, to bear much fruit. Showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love just as I've kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you, and your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. So we pray? Father God, thank you for you, for who you are, for your faithfulness for this past 12 months, Lord, and thank you for the assurance of your presence with us into this coming 12 months, and the assurance of your surrounding, leaving, uh, uh, keeping, and abiding love. God help us, Lord, to respond to that love of yours for each one of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Here's the verse I want us to focus on this evening. Verse 9. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love as the Father has loved me. How did the Father love Jesus? What kind of love was this? Above all, it was an eternal love. It was a love from before creation. Jesus spoke of this in John 17 when he says, You have loved me before the world began. The Father's love for Jesus has never not existed. It's always been there and always will be there. An eternal love. There's also an unashamed love. The Father was pleased to express his love for Jesus to the many or to the few. In Luke chapter 3 verses uh, 21 to 22 it says this. This is a public setting where Jesus expresses his love. For Jesus, When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended on him bodily like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. He didn't mind who knew it. It was unashamed love for Jesus, for his son. And he made it known to the few as well. In Mark 9, verse 7, uh, he spoke these words. "That a cloud appeared and covered... This is when Jesus took the disciples up on a mountain. Uh, and he had Peter, James, and John with him. And they witnessed something miraculous. where well, Jesus just outshone every uh, man that was known in the scriptures. People like Moses. And uh, who was the other guy? Elijah. <laughs> And uh, these, this is the words that, that uh, God spoke about his son, expressing his love for him. This is my son, whom I love. Listen to him. The Father's love for Jesus was eternal, and it was unashamed and inseparable. Just a, a, an intimate, a oneness that could never be separated. Jesus spoke of this again. In, in John 17 when he says you and I are one and that oneness sadly did separate on one occasion only when Jesus wanted to express his love for us and he paid the price for our sin on the cross that oneness was broken, thankfully just momentary and then it was reestablished when he rose again as the father has loved me So have I loved you. So how did Jesus express His love for us? Is it exactly the same as the Father's? I believe it is. His love was also eternal for us. He's always loved. He says, as I have loved you, not as I love you, as I have loved you from the beginning, before time, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you eternally. And Jesus expressed this eternal love for us. in something that he said in Jeremiah. In uh, expressed his Father's love for us. As God spoke in Jeremiah 31.3. I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with loving kindness, unfailing kindness. Jesus spoke Also expressing their eternal love, their pre-incarnational love. In Matthew 23, verse 7, when he says, Jerusalem, when Jesus overlooked Jerusalem, remember? And he expressed how he longed, he longed to hold them. And they just would not. He says, this is the words he says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you. How often I have longed, this is Jesus speaking, how often I have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you are not willing. He's always loved us. Before we were born. That's why in, in um, Psalm 139, it says, He knew before I was, uh, I was born. He knew me before I was knit together in my mother's womb. And that's a love that Jesus shared with his father, eternally. He was unashamed. He was still in our condition of sin that he loved us. In Romans 5.8 it says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He loved us, though we were undeserving of his love. This is another kind of love. A love that was unwarranted, unearned, undeserved, unconditional. That's why he says, remain in my love. So why does he say that? Because you won't find any love like it anywhere, wherever you go. This is a love of another kind, and he has it for us, and he's unashamed about it. He even went to the cross. Remember what it says of Jesus? He went to the cross scorning its shame. He was unashamed to stand in our place and express his love for us on the cross. He loved us, always loved us, and he loves us still. No matter how far away we go, he won't let go of us. I don't know about you, I don't know how you feel about your relationship with God at the moment but know this you can never go beyond the reach of his love he still loves you it still draws you no matter how far you feel away from him his love is there for you to reach out and to know he loves us unconditionally he loves us unashamedly he expressed his love publicly for us like the father he loves us eternally and will never leave us. That's what he said in Matthew 28, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. I'll be with you always. And it's that eternal, unashamed, constant love that he wants us to remain in. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. Now I'm getting to the heart of, of the message. It was a while back during one of our elders prayer times at church when we were looking at this passage. That word remain in my love just, just grabbed me and it just echoed and echoed in my heart. And so I've been just meditating on this, this thought of remaining in his love. To be immersed in his love, become a reservoir for his love and a channel for his love. So why remain? I like to use the word I'm considering uh, and use kind of an acrostic of it. So uh, the word love. Why remain in his love? Well, in his love we find true liberty and freedom. I'm actually sang about it tonight. One of the verses that we sang talked about the freedom that we find in his love. There's no freer place than his love. We're secure when somebody loves us. When we know somebody loves us, it sets our heart at rest, doesn't it? It releases us if we don't have, if we don't have to go on trying to please the person. And when we try to do that, it's, it's a sign of insecurity that we're not sure that the person's love, But when somebody loves us, it's a freeing it's a freeing place, isn't it? It's a place where there's there's a sense of hey, I can relax. I'm loved. I'm accepted. I don't have to try. And that's just knowing someone on an earthly level who loves us. But this is, this is Jesus. This is love that is perfect. And what does the Bible teach us about perfect love? It casts out fear. Fear of rejection. Fear of losing what we have in Him. And we need not fear. His love frees us, releases us where we know total acceptance. So He liberates us in His love. That's why we need to remain in that love. And in that love we find overcoming power. When we are full of the love of God, when we uh, are focused on the love of God, other loves seem to fade away. Uh, Everything seems to, to go in the shadows. We're not lured away. And we're we're not, uh, we don't succumb to the love of other things. Or others. Because none of, no other love can keep the promises that Jesus can keep. They keep a hold of us like Jesus does. It empowers us to say no to other lesser loves. You know, we're told that uh, in one of the, the hymns we often sing, His is love divine. All loves excelling. And in that love, we find that as we absorb it for ourselves, as we enjoy it for ourselves, it, it releases us. It empowers us to love others in the same way. It gives us. The capacity it puts in us that love that is His that we can express to others. Another reason we should remain in His love is that in His love we find our true value, our true worth. All of us like to be valued, don't we? We like people to think well of us, and uh, sometimes we like to, to people to think more. Uh, well of us, as we were, than we deserve, if we're honest. Uh, and there's no one on earth who can really appreciate us for who we are, than Christ and in his love. In his love we find what our value truly is. For example, who that you know... Uh, whether it be a member of the family, or a colleague at work, or your boss, who, who has the highest estimation of you? What does your boss think of you if you, if you work in a, in a regular environment? Do you think he really appreciates who you are? Uh, even our parents, you know, sometimes they can appreciate to a certain level. But the one who really appreciates us, the one who truly values us, the one who st- showed how much he valued us, is Christ. He loved us and gave himself for us. That's how much you're worth. Does anybody remember Kojak, the the series? What was his favorite phrase? Who loves you, baby? Guess who really loves you? Who really loves you? Jesus loves us. He gives us our true worth. And if we want to be at the place where we are really valued and we find our highest worth, it's in His love. So, He tells us, remain in my love. Only Jesus willingly gave Himself to rescue us. Only Jesus gave up everything for us. And Philippians 2.7 tells us this. Speaking of Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used for his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Only the Son of God loved you enough to give himself for you, because he believed you're worth it, and I'm worth it. Stay in your place of highest value and worth. Where is that? In his love. Remain in his love. In his love, we can, just as we've been set free, we can find freedom to offer others. We can set others free. We can empower them uh, with this love to say no to evil. To show that they matter to God and they matter to us. And spur them to love others, just as we ourselves follow the example of Jesus and His love. And that's what he offers us—a a supreme example. You know, wh- what is the supreme example of love? What is the greatest? What is the supreme definition of love? Just one word. Begins with a G. Begins with a D. God is. Love. That's what it's about. And everything that Jesus did exemplified that love. And he wants us to be channels of that love to others. That's why Jesus said early in the passage, Remain in me, and I in you, and you'll bear much fruit. What is the first word of that fruit of his spirit, love. God is love, and his fruit in us is love. And love is seen in kindness, gentleness, patience, and all the other flavors, if you like, of the fruit. God wants you and me to be channels of his love. I want you to hear again, fresh, Jesus say something to you. And let's just, just close our eyes for a moment. Just to hear these words from him. Remain in my love for your freedom. My love is wide, high, deep, and long, and wide. An open space of total acceptance. Remain in my love and no power to resist all lesser loves. Remain in my love because I value you and I attribute to you your highest worth. Remain in my love because I can love you and be with you always. Always. And even at the end of time, I will still be there to love you. Remain in my love, so you can learn and be empowered to love others as I have loved you. Remain in my love. Perhaps you can pray. If you've never known his love, know that he has always loved you. And today he wants you to come into that love. If you've known that love, abide in it. Choose to remain in it. It's coming year. Just a prayer we can pray, inviting his love to come into our life. Lord Jesus, you can echo this in your heart. Lord Jesus, thank you that you show me the extent of your love by dying in my place on the cross for my sin. Thank you for offering me forgiveness for my sin and the promise of eternal life and eternal love. Please forgive me and help me to turn from all my sin. Lord, I receive your love and your presence in my life. Please come and stay. Help me to remain in you and in your love. In your name, Jesus, I pray.